This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. The following content is not suitable for children. So, gee, we got a Q&A from a listener, really a female sexual pursuer, so I'm very excited about this one. And she's talking about how does she get her partner to kind of have more dark energy. So let's talk about what dark energy looks like. Welcome to Foreplay Sex Therapy. I'm Dr. Lori Watson, your sex therapist. And I'm George Valley, your couples therapist. We are here to talk about sex. Our mission is to help couples talk about sex in ways that incorporate their body, their mind, and their hearts. And we have a little bit of fun doing it, right, G? Listen, and let's change some relationships. So excited. Lori, another in-person training, Philadelphia, unleashing the power of sex and EFT for therapists. October 4th and October 5th. This is one of our favorite trainings to do. It's such a need out there to empower therapists to keep their focus better in session and know how to help couples facilitate these bonding conversation through sex. Most of us don't grow up in families talking about this stuff. So get some of the tools that you need, have some fun, engage with other therapists. It's great to be back in person. Oh, yes. It is so great to be in person. We had so much fun in our last in-person training. I mean, people actually laugh at our jokes. And you know, I got to say, some of what we're doing, I think it's pretty cutting edge. We're, we're working on stage one and stage two. For those of you who are therapists in EFT, you'll get what we're talking about. But even if you're not an EFT therapist, there's a lot here that you can learn about how to talk with couples about sex and how to become more expert at it. And if you're a listener and you do have a therapist and your therapist doesn't know about EFT, tell them, you know what, I think you should check this training out. Mm -hmm. I guarantee they're going to, they'll come out of that training with some new tools, which is, that's what we're in the business of, right? Creating change with new tools. Yes. So come join us in October in Philadelphia. So I like this dark energy. Ooh. Trying to find the right words, Lori, (laughs) right? The right words. I mean, she needs to be able to communicate this. Shall I read what she says? Well, before we do that, I just want to, I mean, I often feel like my job as a therapist is to become a translator. Yes. To help people find the word that fits them. Because if the word doesn't fit, then it it, it doesn't resonate so much. So even though as we start off with that dark energy, for some people that probably works great. For others, you know, if you want to change it, erotic, you know, lustful kind of you know, playful, this just just different thing that's just not this romantic, lovey-dovey kind of mm-hmm. mushy stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Or too bland, I think is what she's going to tell us later. All but right, yeah, let's hear what so, she says. So, uh, well, she says, first of all, I want to say, she says very nice things about us. I really appreciate your podcast and have benefited from many of the episodes. Thank you. I have learned a lot about the pursue withdraw cycle, and it's made a lot of sense out of many of what my husband and my reactions to each other have been. Several times in the middle of a discussion, I've been able to think, here's what Lori and George would say. I love that. We're going we're gonna to market bracelets, what George and Lori say. I've put into practice many of the things I've learned in your podcast and have seen real growth in our relationship. Thank you. We, we thank you. And 
And again, thank you for these notes of encouragement. It's great. But then she goes on and says, I have a question about encouraging a spouse to access more of their dark energy. Sometimes Mm -hmm. if I wear lingerie or do something overtly sexual, the reaction I get is positive. But on the same level, if I had given him a nice pair of shoes or a piece of cake, he'd say something similar like, that's so great. Thank you. Or even, you look great. There's excitement, but it's not really adult excitement. I'm afraid if I say anything, I'll come off as nitpicky or cause him to overthink what he says. And I don't, I want him to react genuinely and not feel Mm -hmm. criticized and not say things just to make me happy. Maybe I am being nitpicky. When he reacts like this, I end up thinking, oh, bless your heart, you're trying, but which doesn't really do anything for my mood, laugh out loud. Any suggestions for encouraging him to respond in a more adult way, or should I just accept his version of excitement? Thank you for all you do. Can can I just say, like, I don't think withdrawers go through this torturous process of like, you know, she's, first of all, she's thinking about the problems. She's thinking about how to react to it. She's, you know, I mean, she's very careful, which a lot of pursuers are, you know, they, they overthink it because they so don't want to shut down their withdrawal further. But then how does she ask for this thing that she needs? And, and I think you were going to say, you know, the first step might be, how does she describe it? How do we talk about dark energy or erotic energy would probably be my words. Yeah, I mean, listen, that she's putting all this work in because she wants this energy to be responded to. That's a really healthy thing. Yes. And she's also trying to protect her partner, which is also really healthy. Yeah. But so often what happens is we suppress our energy out of protecting our partner, and then we, we miss that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And we're not so scared of couples missing each other and being on different pages. That's par for the course. It's mm-hmm. being able to, to put words to that, right? Like, what is the disappointment she feels yeah. when, you know, her energy is not met, right? And then it's, it's harder to access. And, and, you know, it probably shows up. So how does she talk about that? Mm-hmm. I, I guess is where maybe we can start off. I, and I just think, I mean, if you're a woman and you're putting on lingerie, you know, you're in the mood. You're, you've got a fantasy going about that evening or that moment. I mean, or if you say something sexy, there's something going on in your head. And if your partner responds nicely, I mean, that's better than nothing. That's better than no response. And yeah. But I can just feel it in my heart that, like, the ball drops, you know, just like, ugh. You know, I wanted it to pop. I wanted him to light up. I wanted him to say something clever and sexy back. And I I wanted a hit. And if you just get a, oh, you look nice. I I mean, I think this is classic. You know, a woman comes out in a new outfit and says, how do I look? And he says, you look nice. And that's not what she's looking for, you know. Right. Right. She he, she wants a big pop. She wants a you look smoking hot, baby. You know, or or something. I love her awareness that doesn't want to criticize. Yes. And I think that's just a good rule of thumb. Instead of saying what I don't like, mm-hmm. say what you do want more of. Right. Mm-hmm. So if he says, Hey, you look good and she's like, Yeah, I do look good, don't I? 
mm-hmm. you know, and what else do I look? Do I look dirty to you? Like, you know, like <laughs> it, it, she's just adding to what she wants instead of saying, hey, I didn't like that nice. Could you be a little bit more erotic? Yes. Right. It's, yes. It, it's, it's meeting him where he's at because I'm sure there's a million times he's tried to respond and in erotic way and that wasn't met by her right so maybe. couples miss each other in this place all the time maybe right I, but maybe maybe not g i mean maybe it isn't that he was missed i mean maybe he doesn't have a part inside that feels free enough and uninhibited enough to let out the caveman yeah I, I, again i think most most men at some point in their lives have tried to access the caveman okay. right and testosterone helps with that and if a lot of men have learned to shut down the caveman because he's been rejected so many times, mm-hmm. right? It might not be the case in this specific case, but that that she wants that energy, which is a good thing, and he wants to tap into it. But you got to get both of them on the same page. And I think that's just hard a lot of times because of all the misses. Yeah. So leading right into criticism, trying to hold that back is, I think, very wise. Yes. Right, And trying to kind of build upon... You know, adapted what he did respond like you look nice yeah i do look nice but what else do i look like like just asking for more pull, I think pull is a him good start. toward the erotic energy yes like, that's a take good what he's saying and like and that. add to it but with your tone and your sexy voice pull him into yourself with more erotic energy i think that's good technique i really do and i i want to go back to what you said that you know maybe if men have tried to access the caveman, there is certainly a cultural message right now that says the caveman is bad, it's disrespectful to women. I mean, it, it can get twisted up. Um, in terms, So it might not have been this relationship with Erica that he got shut down. It might have been mm. a prior relationship, but it might right. have been culturally, he thinks, I don't want to let this part out. And I, I don't even know if this part is a good part, which I have definitely talked about on this podcast a guy that i saw who had two other men inside one kind of a anxious adolescent and the other guy was you know internal personas that was kind of this uh person who supported women's rights and just thought that you know taking a woman sexually was a bad thing you know and he didn't know what to do you know so he didn't do anything and he shut the caveman down but i think erica is saying i want I want the caveman, and you're saying pull him in. Just pull him in. Yeah. And, and so many times the caveman, because the caveman can come on too strong, mm-hmm. if you think about a, a woman not really being in a mood, not initiating, mm-hmm. right? And here comes a caveman ready to go. I mean, you could see why the caveman could often be rejected. But sure. in this situation, she's already going. She's already kind of you know, access her desire. That's why she's mm-hmm. initiating. She's getting dressed up. So this is a perfect time for the caveman, right. right? And how do couples get to communicate that clearly, you know, on what they're looking for? Yeah. Or, and also she's just saying, what if I do something overtly sexual, you know, or say something overtly sexual? Mm-hmm. Those are also, I, I just want to be sympathetic to her. I know those are big risks. Yeah, of course. You know, they really are. And, and then if it falls flat, it, it can be just, you know, oof, so painful. So I hear you. Yeah. So. And I don't think we do a good job of finding erotic words. Mm-hmm. You know, 
a couple I ask how's it going and sucks and they say good and I'm like well what was good about it mm -hmm. it was good like it, like they don't have a lot of words so I love that she's looking for more words mm -hmm. which brings me to this book that we just got <laughs> the emotional thesaurus trying Ooh. to find words so how about I read us a couple words for oh, I lust? I need some sexy words. Read us Ooh, some, right. some words about... What do we about, got here? What is it about lust and... These are some power words for power lust. Words. Erotic okay. energy, this dark energy that we're talking about. How do you incorporate some more of this in your conversation? You know, aroused, to brush, to buck, to burn, <laughs> to caress, to erupt, to explore, to flick. To Oof. flicker, Oof. to graze, mm. to grip, to lick, to knead, to nibble. Oh, I like that nip. nibble. That, that's a good word. To please, to press, to pulse, mm. to quiver, nice. to rock. That is my good one, to rock. <laughs> to caveman right there. <laughs> you to can rub. see it. Wait, wait, say it again. Your caveman energy just came out. <laughs> to rock. There goes a rock. Yeah. To rub, to seize, to shiver. To shudder, to Oops. soothe, to squeeze, to stroke, to suck, to sweep, to thrust, to throb, to rip, <laughs> to ooh, to rip, tremble, to twist, rip your clothes off is what I was thinking. To whisper, uh huh, to win. Those are those are better words than good, right? Those are way better words than good. Those are great, sexy words. How do you find some of those words? So when she says, how do I look? And he says, let's pick one of these, Laura. What do you think? I just want to nibble you all over. Ooh. <laughs> what I else? can't stop crazing on you. Do My the eyes. rock one. Do the rock one. Ooh, the rock one. I want to rock your world, baby. Ooh. I want to rock inside you. How about that? I like it. That's the invitation, right? And maybe you need to have these conversations before to develop your vocabulary, to find more words that capture your energy, right? To capture this passion that we, we all have. We just kind of have learned to, to turn it off so often, it's hard to access. So I think part two of our couples retreat is like how to talk with dark energy. Ooh. I think we need to teach people that. All right. Okay. Let's, Let's come back and talk about how to do that. <laughs> Laurie, we know great lovers are intentional. They bring playfulness, curiosity into the bedroom so they can relax. And we got a great product to help do that. Foria. Foria, right? Their sex oil and their Awaken product is helpful for orgasms. If you want a bigger or better orgasm, Foria is where it's at. They use all-natural plant-based ingredients to intensify sexual pleasure and also relieve discomfort. And I can totally see why that works because it also just kind of helps get everything ready down there. Right, and when you can use both the awakened arousal oil and the sex oil, I mean, they do combine to pack a little boom. Pack a little punch for the ultimate pleasure pregame. You really want to use it before you start. And then that kind of gets your body a little bit ready. So I fully endorse you to go ahead and treat yourself to more and deeper and fuller pleasure whenever you can find it and as often as possible, of course. And you can start with the bottle of Foria. Foria is offering a special deal to our Foreplay fam. Get 20% off your first order 
by visiting foriawellness.com slash foreplay, or just use the code foreplay at checkout. And that's F-O-R-I-A wellness.com forward slash foreplay for 20% off your first order. And I recommend trying their Awaken Arousal Oil and Sex Oil, and you will thank us later. Right, let's try to capture that erotic dark energy, Lori. Just the way you say erotic is erotic, G. Ooh. Oof. It feels good to tap into that energy. Ooh. You can feel the power of it. It's very yes. different than that sensual kind of love romantic, which is also beautiful and super important, right? But this is just a different side of us. And so let's play around with it. We're role play. And you could okay. you could you could be the partner. Okay. And we'll go back to to who are we? Joey and Jane? Joey and Jane, but this time Jane is a sexual pursuer. Yes. So she's gonna initiate. Okay. And I'm gonna try to kind of respond to it and then maybe we'll do it again and I won't respond and we'll just play around with it. Okay. Okay. So let's Ooh, you just hear that say- change. Okay. <laughs> okay. That was, she's she getting steps herself ready into the role. She's getting, getting to roll. I like she steps into the role. Okay. So so let's just pretend, you know, maybe I have something on that's comfortable or sexy or something. And you are what, sitting at the table on your computer? No, I'm laying in bed on my computer. Oh, you're laying in bed on the computer. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay, so I come out of the bathroom in my my outfit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, baby, guess what I've been thinking about all day long? Damn, girl, you look good. Let me turn <laughs> this computer off. You are hot. Right? Woo! Woo! Sit your that little is... ass over here. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Okay, now I'm like blushing. I, I, I mean, we have it on tape. That like, like that hit me. You know, I get it. I mean, that dark energy back did exactly what I wanted, right? I came to him and he met me and boom. And then there's just like double the excitement. You know, I can feel it. it that, that is exactly what she's looking for. Yeah, I like how you double the excitement I and mean, i can feel i could not close that computer fast enough <laughs> i mean my body was like boom let's like this is this is awesome right yeah. this this lady looks sexy as hell like she's in her power she's in her element i mean it, it's it's such a turn on and then be able to access the, the powerful part of it that in, immediately wants to respond to it yes and i think any sexual pursuer, male or female, right? When we come on to our partner, we want a hit. We want it to land. We want back from them that same energy. And that's what you gave me, you know, and, and then it's, it's so exciting and you're off to the races because when you're already thinking about it, you're already aroused and you're taking action steps towards your partner and the energy is directed towards your partner. I mean, whew. And they meet you. That mm-hmm. that is that is so great. And I love as you highlight, it grows the energy. It does. Like you're starting it off with some energy, and it immediately kind of wells up inside of me. So now I'm bringing energy back to you. Right? Yes. I wonder why this is such a great experience when two people are fully present, right? And they're accessing this kind of powerful energy, and 
good stuff is going to happen. It, it's an echo chamber. You know, nice. I say it, yep. it comes back to me, that comes back to you. It's like, you know, and then it, it just amplifies the sexual energy, which is so exciting. Okay, so let's do it the other way where I come to you with that same sort of energy and I can't get the response I'm looking for and I feel hurt and I'm going to let you see my hurt this time. I'm not going to okay. criticize you, but I'm going to let you in on what happens. All right. And sometimes the timing might not be right. It's the moment you get rejected. This conversation yeah. could happen the next day too. There's no timeline okay. for when this conversation happens, but we're going to do it at the same moment because this is probably the hardest for both people to stay open to each other, but we're, we're going to try our best. Okay. Okay. Still coming out of the bathroom. You're right. Oh, honey, guess what I've been thinking about all day long. I went shopping and I found this. Do you love it? Yeah. I, you know, it looks nice. And uh, I just got to finish this email and, you know, we will get to hang out. Okay. Ugh. You know, Joey, I, I know, finish the email. Just finish the email, sweetheart. Right. Two minutes later. All right, email's done. You ready? You know, I appreciate the compliment back about this outfit. I, I gotta say, I I feel like crying. I and I know this is gonna hit you like in a big way. And I, I do have big emotions right now. And I'm, I'm, I just want to stay open to you and tell you what I'm feeling. It's like, I just, I feel so like dampened and sad right now. I, you know, for me shopping for this and wearing this, you know, I was really excited to show you. And I was thinking about you and I was thinking about making love and having wild sex with you. And, and then, and and maybe we could still do that tonight. I don't know if I can get there, honestly. But it was like, you know, when I come to you, I'm at a 10 in terms of my intensity about this sexual moment. And I kind of got back from you like a two intensity. Mm -hmm. And I can't even average that to one and a half sex. <laughs> I, I just feel, I feel flat, crestfallen, just... I, I don't know. Am I getting through? What are you hearing me say? Yeah, I'm trying to not get defensive here and feel so bad because I do. I feel bad that I didn't kind of show up with a better energy. And I know that does suck. It would suck for me too. So I'm just trying to like figure out why. Like, what the hell is going on with me? Mm. <laughs> why I didn't like mm -hmm. just get up there and start just get get all over you right and so i appreciate you sharing that and you know i'm trying to not take it as criticism you 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 have good reasons if you kind of want to have fun and i i don't show up there for you so I'm, i am sorry about that oh thank you and i really appreciate you taking a moment to look inside and think about this with me i you know i think usually we do get defensive and and this is just just having this conversation feels like a breakthrough to me. So thank you. Do you. You said there's something that goes on in you. Any sense of what you felt when you saw me come out of the bathroom? Like, was it sexual or was it something else? Or Yeah, I mean, 
trying to resist. My brain wants to talk about the email. <laughs> and like, mm. but I do think there's, there's something about, like when I saw you standing there, I mean, you really did look good. There was this part of me that was like, mm. it's like, damn. I don't know, that was like the feeling. It was just like this, this urge inside of me. But God, I wish I'd heard that. That's just when you say yeah, it now, it's working. <sighs> but then there was like this distraction to this email and the content of what you were working on that you couldn't quite switch gears or. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I think maybe there's a part of me that just really drowns out that feeling when it comes up for me. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to be curious here about like, mm -hmm. I did feel this oof, and it just like, I, I instead went to the email. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I got to think more about it, but I, I do think this, this energy that I have, I, I spend a lot of time trying to push it away. Mm. Yeah. So I, I need that energy. I love hearing that you have that energy inside, but I get it. There's something that blocks you from letting it out of you. Yeah. Maybe I think too much or I'm too cautious. So that mm -hmm. I put all these like safeguards in place to like not bring that out. But mm -hmm. I, 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 I want to do that differently because I miss that too. That mm -hmm. part of me. Yeah. Cause I, I know that. Yeah, I'm sure you do, because it's just the tiny little bet you showed me there is exciting. And I, I guess I, I imagine it would excite you, too. Yeah, I, would, I feel more powerful when I can tap into that. Like, it's just, I don't have to think as much. I can just, like, react and respond, and there's no hesitation. There's more confidence. Like, I, I, talking, I know that's there. Keep that's, talking, baby. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> Enough of this fucking talking. Yeah, let's... <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Right. So, so there's a block. So maybe we come out of our role play now. Yeah. I think you're dead on, George, as you entered that guy's persona. I see this in sexual male withdrawers that there is often, there is underneath it the caveman energy, the dark energy the erotic energy, the pulsing, rocking energy. It's there, but they have blocked it for so many reasons. Yeah, and it's, it's often the rejection. It's the message that it's too much. It's like there's so many things that accumulate mm -hmm. over the years that, you know, to touch it and to have to shut it down, you know, it kind of sucks. So they start avoiding that potential threat of being rejected by mm -hmm. just not accessing it. So it felt really good for me in that role to just touch it for a moment. There was a little spark when my visual kind of erotic self got turned on. Yeah. I didn't see that image. Yeah. Right. But so quickly, you know, there's such muscle memory to just go back to something else and finish the email and like, you know, and mm -hmm. so it was interesting. It's, it's kind of safer. I think that as I've worked with men, I think that when they are blocked like this, tamping it down, creates some sense of safety. It is withdrawal, right? And we know people withdraw into protection, into safety to, to tune down energy. I mean, sometimes in emotions, it's to tune down angry energy between them and their partner. But maybe sexually, too, it's also to turn down energy because it feels somewhat out of control. 
that their body doesn't feel safe entering and surrendering to that out-of-control place. Yeah, control is a good word. Yeah. Right, so it gives a sense of control, a sense of safety, but we can lose some of that erotic energy when we're not taking risks, when we're playing it too safe. And listen, all couples miss each other. Someday it's just the wrong time, you're tired. But when this becomes the norm, if you're listening and you're saying, you know what, I can't really tap into my caveman energy, it's great to be curious about that. What's yes. blocking that part of you from expressing itself? And there's beautiful things blocking it. It's usually love and sacrifice and all this kind of good stuff. But I think you'll have more access to your vitality, to your energy, if you could access this when both of you want it. And mm-hmm. I think that's the key. When both people want this energy, it's a great place to hang out. Mm-hmm. And thank you for writing to us and sharing this with us. We appreciate your letter. We appreciate your support. And keep it hot, y'all. Keep it rocking, falsing. No, no, wait, wait. Throw I'm a couple of to... twists and turns and <laughs> licking and, bucking, and flicking and the bucking in there is a good one. Okay. I would love to invite you. This is women only, but we are having a retreat in Asheville on November 10th through the 12th. And it's going to be a slumber party. And so we're going to like all stay together in the same cabin. It's a beautiful space. And we're going to have meals brought in and made. And and we know who the chef is. And so it's going to be wonderful. Maybe drink a little bit of wine if you'd like to. And we have kind of some talks and time to work together on your sexuality. So the whole goal of this Women's Sexuality Retreat, the slumber party, is to basically enhance and develop yourself, your erotic self inside. So we're going to be talking about anatomy and physiology and sexual attachment. We're going to talk through blocks, you know, what stops us? What are the breaks against our sexual expression? And then what are our gas pedals? What are our turn-ons? How do we open up more sexually, like with enhanced sexual pleasure? And we're going to talk about orgasms and role play and using joys and fantasies and some stuff. And each night we're going to have a pajama party where we just relax and sit around and talk on the deck and hang out together. And and then on Sunday morning, we're going to set our focus and have concrete steps toward sexual engagement with our partners. Sounds pretty awesome, Lori. And all the men, don't worry about it. Maybe we'll have like a Spartan camp out somewhere, have a couple (laughs) beers and, you know, we'll do our own version of that someday. (laughs) That would be great. So love to invite you. I will post it on foreplaysextherapy.com under resources. And there will be the retreat, the scheduling events, and you can link and figure out if you can make it with us on November 10th through the 12th in Asheville. Okay, so tell us about your cutting edge training that you're doing on success and vulnerability? Lori, we just keep pushing it, coming up with a new module on the playbook of a pursuer, playbook of a witcher, really practical moment by moment moves of what a therapist can use. And we're so focused on what's happening in session. Enough there's talk about theories and these global things. We, I think most therapists are looking for, what do I do in this moment? 
give me a tool, George. So that's what we're trying to do. That's awesome. I am so glad you guys are doing this work. I think it helps us be organized to see you do it. You do demos, you do explanations, teaching. It really is interactive. And I think that so many trainings that we sit through don't give us an opportunity for that. So what you're doing is really important. No, we try to emphasize the teach it, show it, do it model of learning. You need to have some ideas, so we try to teach those. And then we try to show what it looks like implementing those ideas. But most importantly, you now got to practice it. That's how they become yours. And that's what we want our, our listeners and watchers to do is become their own moves. Find George and his teaching at successandvulnerability.com. Call in your questions to the 4Play question voicemail. Dial 833-MY-4PLAY. That's 833-MY, the number 4, play. And we'll use the questions for our mailbag episodes. All content is for entertainment purposes only and should not be considered as a substitute for therapy by a licensed clinician or as medical advice from a doctor. This podcast is copyrighted by 4Play Media. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.